On this episode, I cover the four types of landing page tests and when to use them. You're listening to Landing Page School, presented by Growth Marketer. This is where you'll find bite-sized insights on landing page design, A-B testing, and conversion optimization, helping you turn more of your website visitors into leads and customers. And now, here's your host, Nicholas Scalise. Hello, and welcome back to the Landing Page School podcast. I'm your host, Nicholas Scalise, and on this short episode, we're going to be looking at the different types of testing that you can do that involve a landing page. Now, there's a lot to be said about testing, so this will not be a comprehensive deep dive into everything you need to know about testing. But for this episode, I want to cover the highest level, which are the different types of testing. And then in future episodes of the podcast, we're going to go and look at each and every single one of these types of testing in much more detail. So before we can begin testing anything on a landing page, we need to know that there's a difference between the types of tests that we can run. And not every test is equal, nor is every test available to us at any given time, because a lot of times it depends on some specifics, including how much traffic you can generate for your page. But by understanding the different types of testing, we'll be able to pick the right type of test at the right time for the right page. And that's going to ultimately help you get better results, because at the end of the day, you don't want to just randomly test things. You want to test with one specific goal in mind, which is to get a higher conversion rate or to get more revenue or whatever it is that your key performance indicator is. You want your test to have a purpose. And so that's why you need to choose the right test at the right time and implement it effectively and implement it in a way where you know you'll be able to get decent results or at least you have a good chance of getting decent results so that your time and your traffic is used effectively. So with that being said, there are four types of testing that I think every landing page optimizer needs to know about. Number one is functional testing. Number two is usability testing. Number three is A-B testing. And number four is multivariate testing. So let's start with number one. Functional testing helps you figure out if your page is working properly. This is a very simple process, but it's also something that I see overlooked a lot of times as people jump right into A-B testing or usability testing. But functional testing is very important because you want to make sure before you go live that your page is working properly, that all the buttons do what they're supposed to do, that it displays on the proper device types and it scales up appropriately and that the forms work and that it actually loads. Then we have usability testing, which takes this to the next level and is more involved and usually requires scheduling some time with actual users from your target audience to get feedback on your page. Then there's A-B testing, which is also known as split testing, where you use a tool to split traffic between two or more variants of the same page in order to see if one performs better than the other. And usually there's one specific thing that you've changed on each variant. And then you have multivariate testing, which is by far the most complicated and complex, although it uses the same core mechanism as A-B testing, but what it does is it compares a higher number of variables, and it reveals more information about how these variables interact with one another. So as we go into a little bit more detail, that will make more sense in just a few minutes. Okay, so those are the four types of tests. We have functional testing, usability testing, A-B testing, and multivariate testing. So now let's dig into each one in a little more detail so that you know exactly when to use each type of test. Let's start with functional testing. Again, this answers the question, does the page work properly? And you can think of functional testing as being broken up into three distinct areas. 
interaction, speed, and display. Interaction deals with the interactive elements on your landing page and whether or not they work as intended. So do the buttons work? Does the form work if there is a form? Do any click to call phone numbers dial the correct number? And believe it or not, that is actually something that has happened many times over the years where people have shown pages to us and they've said, hey, for some reason we're not getting any phone calls and we'll test the page and it actually calls either a non-working number or the incorrect number and no wonder they weren't getting any phone calls because there was something functionally wrong with one of the phone number buttons on the page. So that, that's the type of thing that you're gonna catch in a functional test. So with functional testing, the bottom line is you basically wanna try to break the page. You wanna see if everything is working as intended. So you wanna try it on different devices. You wanna make sure things are loading properly and you wanna make sure all the elements do what you're expecting them to do. Now moving on to usability testing, this is a little bit more involved than just functional testing because this is where you wanna get some of the opinions of actual people from your target audience as they navigate through the page and give their feedback, not only on the functional aspects of the page, but also on just, does it make sense? Does the copy make sense? Do they understand what they should do? Is there anything stopping them or is there anything confusing? So this is all about user testing or usability testing, and it's the process of evaluating product or website or prototype and to see if it's easy to use, if it's learnable, and what we can gather from it to make it even better to make it even better. There are a lot of tools out there that will help you gather some data in this area from actual users. One tool that I'm gonna be referring to time and time again on this podcast is Hotjar. And this is a tool where you can actually record what people are doing on the page. You can generate heat maps and click maps and scroll maps. And it gives you a lot of really interesting data from an actual user's perspective of what they're doing on the page. Okay, next we have A-B testing. This is probably the one that is the most well-known. It's almost like a cliche that landing pages and A-B testing go together sort of like peanut butter and jelly. And there's nothing wrong with that. A-B testing is a fantastic way to try to get higher conversions or to improve your landing pages. It's very, very popular. However, it's important to understand how A-B testing works because one thing you'll notice is that it doesn't work on every page and you actually need to have a good amount of traffic to your page in order to run a proper A-B test. Otherwise, your results will not be statistically significant. So what is A-B testing? Well, simply put, A-B testing is the process of testing one page variant against another page variant to see which one converts better. So usually you'll have what's called the control and then you'll have a challenger and the challenger's job is to try to beat the control. So you run both of them, you split the traffic, usually 50-50 if it's just a straight up A and B test where you just have these two variants of the page. And then after a specific amount of time, after you've collected all this data, you can compare the numbers and see which one has the higher conversion rate. So for instance, if you were to get 100 visitors and you had an A-B test, you would send 50 of those visitors to the A variant, which would be the control, and then 50 to the B variant, which would be the challenger. And you would then see after a designated amount of time has passed, which one would have the higher conversion rate. So that's a really simple way of explaining it. There's a lot of complexity in how A-B tests are actually run and how they're calculated. And again, I'll get into that on future episodes. I just don't wanna make these episodes too long because I know I've gotten a lot of feedback that these short bite-sized episodes are what is really valuable for a lot of folks. So that's why I wanna keep these episodes as short as possible, but hopefully that gives you a good overview of what A-B testing is. Now, going back to something I said moments ago, 
A-B tests don't work for everyone because sometimes you don't have enough traffic to run an A-B test. And again, this happens with some of our clients where they'll want us to run an A-B test. We dig into the data and they just don't have enough traffic or they don't have the means to be able to spin up enough traffic using paid media like Facebook ads or Google ads quick enough for us to be able to run a test long enough where they would get statistically significant results because you don't want to be in a situation where the results are just trickling in and it's going to take you months to get the data that you need to be able to make a decision of which test is winning or which one is the winner. So there are calculators online that'll help you determine exactly how much traffic you'll need depending on the number of variants that you want to create and the type of confidence interval you want to have so that you'll know exactly how long you need to run a test. And so this is really good if you are thinking about running an A-B test just to make sure that if you run one, you'll get the proper data that you need. And last but not least, moving on to multivariate testing, there's a lot of confusion over what is the difference between A-B testing and multivariate testing. So the easiest way to think about the difference is that with A-B testing, you're supposed to have just one variable that you're testing with each of your different page variants, right? So maybe we're testing a different headline. So you have your control with the regular headline, then you have your B variant, which will be your challenger, and that's gonna have a different headline. But technically, everything else on that page should be the same, because when you run that test, let's say that the B variant wins with that new headline, you wanna be able to confidently say, it's because of that headline that B was the one that got the higher conversion rate, right? So then you'll know, because nothing else changed, you wanna control all the other factors on that page. With multivariate testing, it's a little bit different because you're not necessarily doing that because what you're doing is you're testing multiple variables on the same page and you're doing this at scale. So with multivariate testing, maybe you want to test different images and different headlines. So let's say you're testing a hero image and you have two different types of hero images and then you're also testing the main headline and you have, let's say, two different types of headlines. So in that case, you need to have combinations of all these different things. So you might have four different variants for that multivariate test where version one or variant one would have image one and headline one. And then variant two would have image two and headline one. Variant three would have image one and headline two. And variant four would have image two and headline two. So I hope I got that right because it can be a little bit confusing, especially with an audio only podcast trying to explain multivariant testing. But the idea here is what if you want to combine different variables on the same page and see that, hey, maybe it's not just this headline that performs better, but when we pair this headline with this specific image, that's where we're going to get the greatest conversion on this page. So that's where multivariate testing can be very helpful. Now, the huge thing about multivariate testing is because you're going to have so many different variants of the page, you're going to need a lot more traffic than what you would need for just a simple A-B test. Because now we're talking about just for this simple two headline and two image test, you would need four variants. So you need to keep that in mind. And if you don't have a lot of traffic coming to your landing pages, I would highly recommend that you don't even think about running a multivariate test and try to use some of the other forms of testing, such as A-B testing or usability testing for now. 
So that's going to do it. Those are the things I wanted to cover on this episode. It's just a broad overview of the different types of testing that are out there when it comes to landing page optimization. And of course, as always, I will be going into much more detail on each of these types of testing on future episodes. I'm sure I'll devote multiple episodes to each one of these types of tests because there's a lot more that can be said about it. So if you haven't already hit that subscribe button, subscribe to the Landing Page School podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. Of course, I also want to mention that if you're looking for the perfect landing page tool to try to build your own landing pages, look no further than Unbounce. This is the tool that I've been using for years, and I've built thousands of pages with Unbounce. It is highly recommended, and you can actually give it a try free of charge for 14 days, plus get 20% off if you decide to stick with it simply by going to landingpageschool.com slash unbounce or hit the link in the show notes. It's absolutely free. They have a lot of really cool features and they have their own type of testing as well, which is really interesting. It's called smart traffic. I would recommend you also give that a try. So you can get started with unbounce absolutely free at landingpageschool.com slash unbounce. That's going to do it for this episode. So I'll be back next week. So until then, have a great rest of your day. Landing Page School is presented by Growth Marketer and produced by Earnworthy LLC.